Hello and welcome to another episode of Universe Made My Podcast. I'm Kenobi. And I'm Jeff. And how are you today? I am doing great. I uh, have been playing a lot of video games and I, uh, I actually just watched the new episode of Loki. So, um, I... Uh, my memory on it is fresh, and so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so today we are talking about Soka Episode 8, Loki Season 2, Episode 1, and Creator. Loki Season 2, Episode 1, and Episode 2. And Episode 2, yes. Um, so... What are your thoughts on episode eight of Ahsoka? It was, it was okay. I, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was bad. It was just okay. Um, that I, I feel like, I feel like, um, well, I didn't like the ending. It, I, I feel like that, that it just, I wasn't satisfied with the ending, but, um, what did you think of it? I also didn't like the ending. I thought it was just a little bit, not what I wanted to see. I wanted to see, uh, spoiler warning from now on to, from this episode, now on from this part of this episode. So, I obviously wanted Thrawn, Ezra, not, well, Thrawn, Ezra, Sabine, and Ahsoka all to go back to the galaxy that we know. I didn't want Ahsoka and Sabine to stay there. I think it just ruins part of the Mandoverse a little bit, because now we have to get another Star Wars project to explain how these characters escape. These characters have to escape. I don't want them trapped there. If they're trapped there, I, I don't know. I just think this, what they did in the show is not great. And I don't like the dis- decision of how they ended this. But obviously, uh, if you guys know, if you listen to the other episodes, you would know that I've been pulling up the episode so I can go full detail. I don't think I'll go much into detail this episode, because we have a lot to do, and this episode was okay at best. I mean, it was just, it's good, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't the best project or episode I think we could have gotten. Like, I don't think this is the best Ahsoka episode, I don't think this is... I still think this might be a a pretty good show, and I think it's... Well, yes, it is a really good show, but just the end of this episode, it's just... I don't like what they did. But obviously we get the... Previously on, the, the... The intro, and then Thrawn is trying to make a departure, obviously, to get to the 
the galaxy we know. And I just... It's this episode's okay, but so getting on to the actual episode, I loved to see Morgan with like a new outfit and a sword. I think that was really cool to see like a new Night Sister look to her instead of the the old look that we're now used to. So I just really liked how she got a sword in this one. I think it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite part, or one of my favorite parts of this episode, is how Ezra makes a lightsaber that looks exactly like Kanan's. It has the same hilt, it almost has the same design. Hugh Yang and Ezra are talking about Kanan, and I think it's great to see Kanan back again. And we get to see Sabine on the team T-16 shuttle talking to Ahsoka. I don't remember a lot of this episode because I watched it at the beginning of October when it came out. And it's, as of this recording, it's the middle of October. So two weeks and I don't remember a lot of it. But I'm just going to say that it's it's good. I like it. I like Ahsoka. I'm not going to go full in, in detail to this episode. But one thing that I noticed before watching this was that the episode title name was The Jedi, The Witch, and The Warlord. And that's referencing The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe. So it's I love the title in this, and I think that's a great part to see. Mm -hmm. So we get to see Ahsoka, Ezra, Sabine going to the main tower structure. That kind of reminds me of something out of Lord of the Rings a bit. Like with the giant, it's a giant tower, which reminds me of the two towers movie. I don't know, I just thought it reminded me, reminded me of that. Uh, yeah, they have this epic battle with the stormtroopers. The stormtroopers are zombies, which is crazy to see. And I, well, from the leaks that I heard way back, like, a year ago, they did have zombie stormtroopers. So, I wasn't that surprised, but I really enjoyed seeing them. And we get this this duel in the hallway. Pretty, it's pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, I just love this part. I think. Up to this point of the episode, I think it was good. Up until they got back to the universe that we know and when Thrawn jumped hyperspace. I think that's when it got not great because we don't know what's going to happen to him. Now we have to wait longer. And I don't want to wait longer for this. I wanted to know 
I wanted all of them to go back to the main universe, prepare for the Mandoverse movie, and, like, the Am- the heir to the Empire movie, but now we don't get that, because we have to wait to see how Ahsoka and Sabine escape, and... They, uh, they could just do that at the beginning of the movie, though. They could, but then it takes time out of the movie. Yeah. And it takes screen time away from this hopefully amazing movie that comes out. So they definitely could do that. But I'd rather have them do it in this show or introduce it in another project. But then we have to wait for that project and we don't know what project Ahsoka and Sabine are going to escape from. I would guess either a mystery project we don't know or Skeleton Crew because that's kind of exploring faraway galaxy like they did in in Ahsoka. Well, Skeleton Crew is, I think, um, like around the Empire time. I thought it was after Return of the Jedi. Maybe it is. Pretty sure it's part of the, the Mando timeline with Dave Filoni. Hmm. I'm pretty sure Dave Filoni's directing it too. Hmm. But yeah, that's all basically what I have to say except there's one last thing. Did you see when Balin was with the the father and the son and the daughter? Yeah, I did. I noticed that. I was it it was Exciting, but also um, not disappointing, but it was, um, it also kind of made me uh, worried that they're going to recast him to bring him into something else. And while I think he was a really, really cool character, I also think that Ray Stevenson is perfect or was perfect for the role and I don't think he can be replaced but yeah I did notice that I don't want him to be replaced but now I'm curious what's going to happen and it's just I think he's probably going to get recasted because of what happened in the last episode but I don't think the studio or whoever's was editing the show Disney didn't know that uh, Ray Stevenson was going to die and if he well of course they they couldn't have predicted that they they couldn't so they had to leave it in but I think they could have at least maybe pushed it back maybe a week and took it out or something because now it's just everybody's wondering what's going to happen and now we don't know or they have to recast him and I don't think anybody wants him to be recasted because of his great acting and what he did in this show and I think they should not recast him what I would do is just not recast him just take out the, the scene that part and just leave it a mystery what happened to Balin's skull. He's just out there in the universe somewhere. 
maybe he died, I don't know. But I was talking to one of my friends about this scene, and he said, well, he referenced part of the Heir to the Empire book series about the mother. So there used to be the mother in Legends. He said it, it was Heir to the Empire, so I'm pretty sure it's Heir to the Empire. But there was the mother. So there was the father, the mother, the son, and the daughter. There's four of them instead of three. But that was in Legends, and so we don't know what happened to the mother. And one of my friends, he thinks that it's like Balin's looking for the mother. Which that could be a possibility. And I kind of hope if what they do with Balin, if they do recast him, I hope they do find the mother. Because I think that would be really cool to see the mother and all of them together again. Because I do remember, I actually hated that arc of the mother, the not the mother, the father, the daughter, and the son. I hated that arc, and now I actually like it a lot. So I hope they do more and add on to that arc by Balin. Just look for him or do something to referencing the, that Clone Wars arc, but ultimately, I don't want them to be your captain. Mm-hmm. Alright, so is that the, all that you have to say for it? Yep, that is my whole thoughts on the Ahsoka series. Alright, what would you give episode 8 out of 10? Episode 8, I feel like is not a 10, shockingly. I would still give it a 9. I still think it it was nearly perfect, but I just can't give it a 10 of what cliffhanger and how they left the end of it. I don't just, I really want to give it a 10, but I can't because of how they did the end and how much we have to wait for now. All right. Um, I would give the episode a 7 and the series... Mm, probably another seven. It it was. I enjoyed parts of it, but it just was kind of disappointing. I'm going to give this show a nine out of ten. I'm not giving it a ten out of ten because the last episode and because some parts of the show weren't perfect, and I don't expect them to be perfect. But it, there was a lot of it to notice. And I know I rated every episode a 10 out of 10, but it's a 9. The whole show is a 9 altogether. So that is our review of Ahsoka. And now we're on to Loki Season 1. No, Loki Season 2, Episode 1. Yeah, so uh, what did you think of, like, what were your main thoughts on it? I really liked the first episode. I think it was great introduction. It really just put you in there. Like, just started off real strong, real fast. Which, when I'm watching a show, if it's the first season and it's really fast, I don't like it. But when it's second season, it starts off right when it ended. I just 
think it's a great start to a show. And I really like the start and how fast they're going with season one. And I love the pacing in this. I think it's just great how we just shot in right there. And we already know the characters. Hopefully everybody watched or rewatched season one and watched it if you're watching season two. Because if you're just watching season two, then you have no idea what's going on. I love the idea of time skipping. And just, yeah, those are my initial thoughts. I love the, how fast it was. Um, yeah, actually, I, I actually also really liked it. Um, it, Loki, I think I gave it, um, like, it was my second favorite, uh, MCU show. And, uh, so I was excited for season two, but I was also, you know, worried because the recent stuff hasn't been great. Um, but yeah, it was, it was actually really good. And like you said, it started off really strong and, um, it, it's, it was just really fun to watch. And I loved, um, uh, Kei Hui Kwan's character, Ob. Oh, Ob was like the best part of that. Yeah, I think he's probably, he is my favorite character in, um, Loki now. I think he's got to be a Marvel fan favorite now. He's definitely my favorite character in season two so far. I think Mobius is still my favorite character, but Obi is just such a great character. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I it's I don't have as much to say about the first episode as I do for the second, but it was uh, really good. I know. Um. Mostly, like it didn't get it didn't great get great reviews overall but i thought that it was really good and um this the show so far is good and yeah i would say this i don't agree with the ratings that some people gave it but this is our opinion and I think it was better than most of the reviews. It was just... I was... I, I loved seeing season two of a show because this is... We usually don't get... We don't usually get season twos in Marvel now because they've been just doing episode one through six. And now we're getting one through six and then we're getting another one through six for season two. And I think they should do more for more seasons for shows. Because I would totally watch a Loki season three if they don't mess up season two, which I don't think they are, judging by the first two seasons. But I, this episode, great start. I was really hyped to watch the second one, in which has came out because we're reviewing it today. Can't wait for the third one. It's just super excited for the rest of the show. Mhm. So what would you rate it? Wait, are you done? Uh yeah, for this episode, yeah. So what would you rate this episode? I would give it an 8 out of 10. It uh started off really strong 
and it made me excited for the new season, and it's making me feel better about uh, the show, like, not be worried. It made me less worried that the show's not, the season's not going to be very good. I would rate this a 8. I I agree with you. I can't wait for the rest of it. And I I was a little bit worried at the start of watching it. Because I I never know how the ending of the first episode's got to go. And apparently I should have not been worried. Because it's a great first episode of season 2. So on to season two, episode two. What were your initial thoughts of season two, episode? Wait, season two, episode two. Well, I was, uh, I, I, my initial thoughts. I I was like, still a bit worried that it could turn out not very good. But um, it it turned out to be actually really good, and uh, it uh, I have some stuff that I wanted to talk about for it. I was excited to to watch it, and um, I thought that it was a good continuation of the first episode. And uh, I started off strong again, and um, I like how uh, the character Casey has a bigger role because I remember uh, he was my like he was my favorite character from the first season, but but I was disappointed that he had a pretty small role, and I like how he has a bigger role now, and. Uh yeah. What what do you what are your thoughts? I really like this episode, like the first one. I just I remember a lot of it, surprisingly. I just watched it. I didn't watch it the day it came out because I had internet problems, so I had to watch it Friday morning. But I again, I just love it just spit us in and it was really fast again and also weirdly at the same time it felt slow I don't get it how I feel exactly but it felt fast at some parts and some parts it felt slow like I have no idea how the ending of the show is going to be and what they're going to like what what their goal is for the end of the season like, for the first season, the end of the season was going to The One Who Remains, which I think we got to that around the third or fourth episode, the main goal of the series, which it's not clear what the motive of the season finale is going to be and how it's going to end, which I guess it. I think it's a good and bad thing. Like, there's no... I don't think there's any goal that they're going towards to the end of the season so far. 
but like it's a mystery now so no one knows what's happening and what's going to happen and i think that's a great part that the first two seasons do now yeah i think uh we know that uh i think his name is victor timely is gonna play a part in it he's like the kang variant uh and i'm pretty sure he's gonna be the main antagonist um but yeah we'll have to see and um yeah so now that they found sylvie well then well they found sylvie but then uh she left again but they'll probably go find her again next episode or something and currently they've they uh don't really like we don't really know for sure what they're trying to do um also, the episode um, is called Breaking Brad. <laughs> oh, I wanted to talk about that. Oh, I remember uh, looking at the title of it and thinking that, and I wanted to sit, talk about that on the podcast, but I forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I So I, I saw it, the title, and I, I just thought, who's Brad? And, um, obviously it's a reference to, uh, Breaking Bad, which is a very popular TV show. Um, but also it's, um, Brad Wolf, who is, uh, Hunter X5. And, um, I guess he was in season one, but I don't really remember him, but... Uh, yeah. He was in season one? Uh, they... Well, he, he was talking to Loki and, like, say, sort of refer- referencing stuff that happened in season one. It just made it sound like he was in season one, but I'm not sure. Like, I never remembered seeing him in season one. Yeah. Very watch, but... I mean, I just noticed the title and I just started laughing because I and two episodes that we're doing on the podcast, season two, episode two of Loki, Breaking Brad title, and then Ahsoka episode eight, the the Jedi, the Witch, and the Warlord, both reference very popular media. We got Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. The Witch in the Wardrobe and Breaking Bad, which I think a lot of people know the reference and get them. And I just love the references that they do to other media. Yeah. It just connects them all, and I think it's great. And I want more of it. Mm-hmm. So... More of the episode. Uh, I want to talk about a little bit about Brad's character. Like, I think he's annoying a little bit, but I think um, that's what they're getting at. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think that's kind of the point, is, like, Mobius Mobius said uh, that he's gonna try to get on your nerves and annoy you and stuff, and, yeah, you could see that that's sort of what he was doing, and, yeah. And he knew that 
the timelines were getting branched, in which they killed billions. But I don't know why Mobius, Loki, and B-15. That's the hunter's name, right? Yeah. I don't get how or get why they're trying to stop all this pruning because like it's a disaster to the multiverse it can cause multiverse to die anyways it could just kill reality I sure. but why won't they prune a couple of them or prune all of them I know it kills a bunch of people but I don't get it because they can stop a multiversal war but if they just don't prune them multiversal war will happen sooner and will have a greater chance of happening Mm -hmm. so I don't understand the pruning the timelines thing not wanting to do that but I still think it's it's good, and I. It's just like one thing that I don't understand, but the rest of this episode was phenomenal. Like, I loved everything about this episode, and Brad especially I think was great. But seeing Ob again was just great. I just want to see him um, more and more in the show. Um. Also, apparently. Uh, Brad Wolf is a character from the comics, or actually Zaniac is, and Zaniac was the um, the name of the movie that he was starring in in his new life on Earth. Um, I don't really know much about it, but I just know that he's a character from the comics, and I, I thought that was cool how they just incorporated a little-known character, and now maybe people will read the comics and get to know the character. Um, and also, I I think that... Uh, I have an idea, so I think they should make, like, um, sort of like a, a TV show um about the TVA like a spin-off but it's sort of like uh sort of like the office where it just has like their day-to-day lives like them just working and it like could focus on um OB and Casey and B15 just like working normally uh and I I I feel like that could be really funny that would be a great show idea. I think they should definitely make that. I would definitely watch it. I think that's just a great idea and a great funny idea. So, um, yeah, is that is that all that you have to say for the episode? Yep. Um, okay, I, I also thought it was funny um, with OB when... Uh, Casey and B fifteen went into um, went into like the place to find him. Um, he he started going, 
he, he was running around saying, we're all going to die, we're all going to die, we're all going to die. Then he just walked up to um, Casey and shook his hands like, we're all going to die, we're all going to die, nice to meet you, we're all going to die. And I just, I just love his character. And I think he's, he's great. I think he's just a great character. And I love Short Round and Indiana Jones. And I love the actor. And I want him to be in more things. I think he should have been in more Indiana Jones movies. But that's, that's for a different topic. We already talked about that in our Indiana Jones review. But I think he needs to be in more things. I loved... I'm loving him in this. And I really want to watch... Uh, oh, what's that movie he was in that dominated the Oscars? Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I really want to watch it. Because it's kind of like Loki. And he's in that. And he got an Oscar for... What did he get an Oscar for again? Um, Best... I think it was uh, best, best actor, actor in a supporting role, so like, the not the best um, like actor, like the best um, main, but like a side character. Yeah, I just really happy that he got an Oscar, and I think he really deserves it, and he deserves to be in more stuff. I just I watch everything he's in. The only things I know of that he's in is everywhere, everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, everyone, wait, what is it again? <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, and he's in Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom, in Loki season two. That's all I know of. And after this, I'm going to search up what movies or shows he's been in and hope to watch him. Because he's such a great actor, and he needs to be more stuff. Well, I'm sure he will be, since... He won an Oscar recently. Like if if um if uh they if he had won an Oscar like before they filmed like before they finished uh Dial of Destiny, he would have been in it. Or at least they they have like asked him to be in it. Yeah, I think they would have considered him to be in it. And I think they did consider to be in Dial of Destiny, but they should have done it. It would have been great to see him again. And I really wished everywhere, every. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say the name anymore. I'm just gonna say the the other movie he's in. Everywhere, everywhere, everyone, every, every everything, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay, I got it now. Because if that movie came out in like say 2020 or 2019 if it came out in 2019 he would have been he would have been in dial destiny almost yeah, guaranteed yeah. if it came out in 2019 or sooner but since it came out in 2022 dial destiny was probably already filmed he was probably busy with loki season two it's it's a little bit confusing of actors' schedules and what they're in and what they're doing at the time, like, before a show comes out. So, I think if it came out in 2019, he would have been in Dial Destiny. Yeah. 
Or like if he if it came out and he got an Oscar in like 2015, 2016, I think he would have been in season one. Or some other movie or show. If the movie just came out a little bit sooner. He needs to be more stuff. We should definitely do a movie marathon and everything he's done. I would definitely. I want to watch everything he's done. Such a great actor. Yeah, so. uh, Is that everything you have for for Loki? Yep. Alright, so. Now for the creator, which I saw a few Wait, days ago. Wait, did we rate ago. it? Oh, yeah. Um, episode 1, I would give... Wait, I think we all... We rated it. episode 1. We did it. Yeah. Right, episode okay. 2, I'd give another 8. It was uh, still really good, and I'm excited to watch more of it. And yeah. I would give it an 8.5. I think it's just a tiny better than the first episode. Yeah. So, yeah, ready to move on to the creator? Yep. All right, so, yeah, I I watched this um, a few days ago for the first time because I had been busy, and um, it, I I don't know, I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on it, so let's go ahead with that. Okay, so I watched this. The weekend it came out, so it's been like three or two weeks, and I really like this movie. I think it's my first reaction when I finished the movie was it's gonna win an Oscar. It has to win some kind of reward or award, and it's going to win an Oscar. Probably be nominated for a lot of stuff. Um. This is definitely underrated. I I definitely think that it's gonna be um, nominated for uh, for something, but I I mean I think we know already what uh, what best picture is gonna be, but um, killers. What do you think's gotta be best picture? Killers of the Flower Moon, I think, is uh-huh. easily best picture. Um, but... Did that come out yet? No. I think it comes out in December. But, um, anyway. Yeah, so, I watched it. It was, it was a really... At first, I didn't really, like, it looked kind of interesting. And, but then I, but I kind of just didn't really care. Then I sort of decided that I would, that I would see it, but just not in theaters, like, I'd wait until it was available to stream. Then I decided I wanted to see it in theaters, and I did, and I don't regret it. It was really intense, and, um, kind of sad, and dark, but it was, it had a really interesting story, and, um, I think that it it uh sort of just is like the the reviews for it weren't great just like i i i think that it um 
it's like they I mean it's it's pretty early to say this but I think that it's underrated and um I think that uh I, I definitely recommend it and yeah yeah definitely underrated movie like I don't think it's gonna make a lot of money in the box office I don't think a lot of people were interested to watch it um the marketing I would say was pretty good I think they marketed it as kind of Rogue One a little bit because every time I watched a trailer for this movie, there would always be from director of Rogue One. Yeah. Which had a lot of elements of Rogue One. And I think he definitely took inspiration from Rogue One to making this. But Rogue One such a good movie that this... It's also such a good movie. And I definitely think with AI like being a major thing nowadays that this was a needed movie and he just did it first. And I think it's really good. I think we definitely need more robot AI taking over the world films because it might or might not happen. But it's really interesting to see it. It also reminded me a lot of movies and video games. Like, it reminded me a lot of the father, like, finding, or some person losing their child and finding, finding someone to finding take Nemo. care of. <laughs> no. It reminded me a lot of The Last of Us about how, like, Joel loses his daughter and finds Ellie, and in this one, the main character, what's his, what's his name again? Joshua. Joshua finds that one robot. Oh, Alfie, yeah. Yeah, Alfie. So, it's kind of a bit like, kind of daughter, but not really, and it has the father, like, daughter duo thing, but they're not related, but they're really close. Remind me a lot of The Last of Us, which it's a great video game I've heard. Never played it. I've watched the show, which was probably a mistake, and I kind of wish I played the game first. But the game should be coming anytime soon, and I'm going to play it after Spider-Man 2, which comes out in five days from this recording. Recording on October 15th, and the game comes out October 20th. I'm super excited. Can't wait to play it. And I haven't really started a major game because I don't want to solve a game midway through to play Spider-Man 2. But I was just, just like super excited for Spider-Man 2. But I can't wait to play The Last of Us. And this reminded me of another video game I've heard of. And it's on my playlist, Detroit Become Human which is also about AI. So this is basically just Detroit become human plus The Last of Us. That's what I think of it as. Like, if I would say Detroit become human, The Last of Us and Rogue One took elements from all of those and made it like a almost perfect movie. It, I think it's great. And the visuals were amazing. 
It's stunning. It just spit you into this world. And they gave you some definitions of words that you might need to know. Which I think that was just a great part of this movie. Like, I would never know that some of these terms, weird terms that were in a movie, and they put definitions, I read the definitions, and I understand what the word means. They made the movie just a tiny bit better. I just loved how they just put you into this world and this setting, which you know nothing about, and you learn a little bit more about it. And you learn that AI is taking over the world, and they sent a nuke into Los, Los Angeles. And it just, I think it's crazy how they accidentally sent off a nuke. That's just crazy. And Los Angeles is like a dead zone. And I just love this movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I... I would agree with you, and um, yeah, I think not a ton to talk about with it, but uh, the acting was great from all the actors, and um, it it just it was good. And I think usually they would make a sequel for this, but spoiler warning. Oh. The main oh, guy yeah. sacrificed himself to, like, save AI, which was a big to- plot twist. I was not expecting that. And so they basically can't make a sequel. And so it's just a standalone well, they film, c- and I think that... They could with um, with Alfie or well, one of the other characters. So, yes, they can, but I there's a really small chance that they are going to make a sequel, because I would say... This is an underrated film, and I don't think a lot of people are going to watch it or have watched it, and so I don't think it's going to make that much money that people are going to want a second one, and it was just a great send-off to Joshua and Alfie and everyone. Like, he just sacrificed himself for an AI robot that he met just not well not a while ago it's just i think it's crazy and i really enjoyed this movie and if you haven't watched it and you're listening to this i don't know why you listen to this but definitely recommend it to anybody that hasn't watched it definitely if you've watched the movie go recommend it to some of your friends or family or anybody you know because i I think this movie needs more appreciation. Mm-hmm. I just think it's um, so good. And also, I I think that I I I started thinking about this right as I left the theater. How I think it would make a great video game, whether it be like like a sort of more of a narrative driven game, like um, just some like first party. PlayStation game sort of thing where you play as like Alfie when she's older or like um, 
whether it be that or some big RPG where you can choose to be on the side of the uh, AI or um, the Americans, I, I think that 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 would just be a good idea either way. And I, I definitely think they should do it. And yeah, so what would you give the episode out of, or the, the movie out of 10? I would give it a 9. I think it's, well, no, a 9.5. I really like this movie, and I was not expecting it to be that good. And I just think it's a great movie. Definitely recommend it to a lot of people. And just, this film's great, and I love it. Okay, I would give it... Hmm... I'd give it an 8.5. It was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and but I, I just feel like it, it um, didn't do quite enough to get a nine. But it, I really liked it. Which makes it makes sense. But I remember at the beginning of. The movie, I didn't like it that much, and it just really shocked me at the end. It also reminded me of Cyberpunk. This is just, the world is, just reminds me of Cyberpunk, Detroit Become Human, The Last of Us, and Rogue One, all mixed together, which all those are great games and movies I've heard of. I haven't played all 30 of them, but I will. they're on my playlist. I'm going to play them eventually. But I think, like you said, they should make a video game out of this or more AI video games where you can either, where it's an open world game or you can just choose your own path. Like Detroit Became Human, you can create or choose your own path. And I think they should do an AI versus human war. And I just, Mm -hmm. I would play that day one they definitely should do that yeah so um yeah that's all for this episode i guess and this has been our longest episode in a while so uh we should probably get going but um yeah it was good movie and uh yeah, that's pretty much it. So, uh, thank you for listening to this well, week's episode. There's, there's a few stuff I want to talk about before we go. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I'm almost done with My Hero Academia. I'm on episode, like, 105, I'm pretty sure. Oh, um, you, you should say that that's the show that you said, that you, um, said you were watching last oh, time. Oh, right. right? So, last episode, or one of the episodes, I mentioned that I'm watching this new mystery show, and I'm going to review every season. That show is My Hero Academia. I know the fan base isn't great about this show, and the fan base is one of the worst fan bases there is, but I'm not going to become one of those people. I just enjoy the show. 
and I hope people won't get mad about my opinions on the show, but I'm on episode, like, 100, like, 5, I'm pretty sure, and I started October 1st, so I think I've been watching a little bit too much. I recorded my episode for season 1, but didn't have time to record episode 2, well, season 2 through 5. I'm not done with episode season five, but I'm almost done with season five. But I finished two, three, and four. So my reviews are going to be out of those as soon as I record and edit. But maybe in one larger episode with Timmy, he's someone I recorded. Uh, he, I interviewed him, and we recorded the episode Scarlet and Violet review. Timmy, that's out. Timmy, yes. He's and, one of your. Fr- he's one of your friends. Yeah. So we talked about Scarlet and Violet, and I'm not sure about. I'm not sure if the episode's out yet. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not out yet, and I think that's uh currently working on that, editing that, and um. Yeah, thank you for listening to this week's episode. We will be back next week. And um, it really helps us if you uh, uh, write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, like, give us some recommendations on what we should do or talk about on the podcast. And um, recommend us to your friends. And uh, subscribe and everything. All that really helps us, and thank you. And one last thing before we go is I'm watching the Goosebumps show. I watched the first five episodes. I'm going to do my review on that, and then Percy Jackson. So that is all. All right. See you on the next episode.